Charge Weekly, a podcast for kids and families where we take a little time to charge. Plugging in, powering up, and pressing on with Christ. Episode 1, From the Pit to the Palace, The Life of Joseph, Part 1. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of this new podcast, Charge Weekly. I'm Miss Jen. And I'm Pastor Ben. And we've created this podcast to be a source of fun and encouragement for kids and families. Today, we have the first part in the story of the life of Joseph. We're making this to go along with Pastor Dave's teaching in our adult services and the third hour children's church lessons. There's a lot that can be learned by looking at Joseph's life and following his example. Yes, there is. The story of Joseph comes from the book of Genesis. Joseph was born many, many, many years before Jesus. And many, many years before King David. And many years before Moses. And his story starts in the land of Canaan, where Joseph's father, Jacob, had settled with his family. For this story, we want to invite you to join us in using your imagination. Just imagine what it would be like to have lived back then. And imagine what it was like for the people who were in these stories. Remember, Joseph and his family were real people from history. So let's go back in time thousands of years ago. From the pit to the palace, the story of Joseph. Part 1. Joseph's brother Reuben tells the story of the dream, the coat, and the pit. I was his brother, his older brother, the oldest brother. There were 12 of us, 12 sons of Jacob, and I, Reuben, was the oldest. So you can imagine how upset he could make me. I mean, brothers make each other mad sometimes anyway. It happens because, well, we're brothers and we're with each other all the time. So we'd argue together, we'd work together, we'd play together, we'd eat together, we'd bundle the wheat together, we'd herd the sheep together. We were family, but with Joseph, it was different. Come on, boys. We need to gather the sheep. They look happy where they are, Reuben. Joseph, they may be happy here right now, but there's a storm coming. And right after any storm, that stream gets fouled from the mud of the hills. Trust me. I just don't understand why we have to do it now. All you need to understand, little brother, is that I'm asking you to do it. No, no, I'm telling you to do it. I'm younger, Reuben, not little. I've been working with the sheep for a long time, too. I've been working with the sheep longer than you've been able to walk. Look, the others aren't questioning me. They're jumping right to it. I still think we should lead the flocks here for a while. I know you think you're special because Father treats you better than us, but out here, I'm in charge. If I was older... But you're not. You're brother number 11. You're not special. You're not important. You are here to do what I tell you to do. Fine. Fine! Yeah. With Joseph, it was different than the typical arguments you would have as a family. It was very, very different. Because he was very, very different. When he was 17 was when things got really bad for us, though. Really bad. When Joseph would work in the fields with us, he would come back and he'd tell Father about all the things we had done wrong. Father? Are you there, Father? 
Joseph, come in, come in, my son. My beloved son, warm up by the fire. You've been out with the flocks all night, yes? Yes, father. So, are they well? The sheep, I mean. Well, yes, father, mostly. What do you mean? What happened, Joseph? Nothing. It, it's just... I don't agree with the way they take care of your flock sometimes. What happened, my son? Well, they, they almost lost some of the sheep. Uh, you see, Reuben told us to move them. Yes, yes, tell me more. What made it worse was that father loved him more. I, I know, I know. Father loved me and the others, but he treated Joseph in such a different way. For example, there was, there was the coat. That coat. Joseph, my son, I have a gift for you. Oh, Father, it's wonderful. Thank you, Father. I thought of you, my son, when I saw it. I knew I had to have it for you. Thank you, Father. Well, son, I love you. I remember the first time I saw him in that coat. It was, it was made of fine material and had these colorful patterns, and it was, it was wonderful and expensive. And there was no way that father could afford to give a coat like that to all his sons. So instead, he got one coat for one son, Joseph, father's favorite. You know, I was the oldest. I was the son who was supposed to be favored. Did you see the cloak, Reuben? Of course I did. It's not fair. Why would father do that? You know why. Reuben, does father plan to give the inheritance to Joseph too? No, no, of course not. I mean, no, I don't think so. We were so angry with Joseph that we could barely talk to him. But he talked to us, and what he had to say to us made us even more angry. Brothers, I had such a strange dream. Go away, Joseph. Do you think we're interested in your dream? You should be interested in this dream. Why? Well, it was about you. All of you. All of us? And me, too. We were in the field tying together bundles of grain. Oh, yeah. Exciting dream, Joseph. And <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, I haven't gotten to the good part yet. We had all tied together a bundle, and suddenly my bundle stood up in all of your bundles of grain, gathered around it, and bowed down to it. What kind of a dream is that? Why would you even tell us that? You're unbelievable, Joseph. Do you think that's true? Do you think you're going to rule over us? Uh, I don't know. I just thought I should let you know about my dream. So you can understand why we were so angry at him. And after that, we just hated him even more. But he still hadn't learned his lesson, because later... Hey guys, I had another dream last night. Even weirder than the one with the grain. Not interested, Joseph. Joseph, we don't want to hear about it. I dreamed that the sun and the moon were in the sky with 11 stars. 11, hmm. And they were all bowing down to me. What could possibly make you think we'd like to hear that? Just because you had the dream doesn't mean you have to tell us about it. So now you're saying not only are we going to bow down to you, but what? Mom and dad too? Well, I, I think it's obvious what my dream means. One day, I will be the head of the family. I just know it. This will never happen, Joseph. Hey, uh, Reuben, what if, what if it's true? Do you think he is going to get father's inheritance instead of you? I mean, father gave him that cloak. That will not happen. Never. But no, they are just dreams. Nothing more. I wanted to believe that, but I couldn't. Anger just burned in my heart. All of our hearts. 
Then, one day, we were out with the flocks and we saw someone coming over the horizon. It could only be one person. Joseph, we recognized that coat. And Father was sending him to check on us. Hey, look, it's Joseph. <laughs> yeah, the dreamer. We just need to get rid of him. Out here? We could do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just kill him and throw him in one of the pits over there. No one would ever find him. We could say the wild animals killed him. Uh, yeah, he'd never dream again, that's for sure. Whoa, 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 hold everything, man. Just, just stop right there. I mean, I have very little love for Joseph, but we can't just kill him. He, he, he's our brother. What if we just scare him, you know, rough him up and throw him in the pit and leave him there, but not kill him. Yeah, let's throw him in the pit, and whatever happens, happens. So we did it. We grabbed him. Come on, come on, uh, come here, come here. Him. We tore off his coat, and we threw him in that pit. Ah! Ah! <coughs> Why? Why did you do this to me? Oh, come on. You know why. You and your dreams and your coat. I, I don't understand. You think we're going to bow down to you? Not while we're up here. Hey, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Leave the little dreamer down there. But you're my brothers. Please, get me out of this place. Hello. How am I going to get out of here? How am I going to get out of here? I really did think God was going to have me do great things. Was I wrong? My brothers have left me. What's going to happen? I thought I knew what those dreams meant. But there's no way for those dreams to come true now. God, what are you doing? Why are you letting this happen? Have you left me alone too? But Joseph was not alone. I had a plan. I would leave and come back later. And when the other brothers were not around, I would get Joseph out of that pit. My brothers wouldn't have to know I helped him. Father wouldn't have to know that anything even happened. I mean, Joseph would be too scared to tell father anything, because maybe we'd do it again if he told. Maybe. But I left the others to take care of some sheep while they ate some lunch, and while I was gone... So what now? Do we just leave him? When he wakes up, he's going to scream for help. Yeah, you're right. But Reuben was right about killing him. I mean, he is just about the worst person to ever walk the earth. But he is our brother. But if he gets out and Father learns what we did, that will not go well. Look, over there, do you see that? The sheep? No, way over there. The trees? Past the trees. I see camels. It's a caravan. Traders. That gives me an idea. Later that night, I went back to the place where we left Joseph. I looked down into the darkness. I let my torch shine into the pit. And... Joseph? Joseph! Oh, no, 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 no. Where are you? I ran back to my brothers, terrified. Had they done something to him? Was it a wild animal? Had he somehow escaped by himself? When I found my brothers, I found my answers. Brothers, the pit. The pit where we left Joseph. It's empty. Yeah, yeah, we know. You know what happened to him? Did you see it? Did you bring him out, or did something else happen? Where is he? So many questions. First, we don't know where he is, but yes, we did get him out of the pit. Just tell me, what happened? 
It's the perfect plan, Ruben. We got rid of him forever. We'll never see him again. He'll never tell us about his ridiculous dreams again. And he's not dead. I don't understand. We sold him. You what? We sold him. Some Midianites came by with their caravan of camels and with all the things they planned to sell in Egypt. Well, they have one more thing to sell in Egypt, and we have 20 pieces of silver. Here's your two pieces. He's out of our hair, and we're a little bit richer. What about Father? What are we going to tell him? Well, we're not going to tell him we sold Joseph to be a slave in Egypt. I know that much. We have to tell him something. He'll always wonder what happened to his favorite son. That's true. He may even suspect that we did something. We did do something. I know, but we can't let him know. Do you still have his coat? Right here. Why? Give it to me. You two. Go to the goats. Slaughter one. Bring me its blood. Here's what happened, men. Here's the story we tell father. So, we took the coat to father and gave it to him. What what do you have there, my sons? We found this out in the hills. Oh. Oh no. Is it Joseph's coat, father? Yes. Yes, it is. This is my son's coat. Some sort of animal must have attacked him. And now, my son is dead. He's dead. (laughs) After that, my father mourned for Joseph for such a long time. Of course, we all felt bad for father. He lost his son. But we thought it was the end of Joseph. I mean, sometimes I'd wonder what happened. But we thought we'd never see him again. Ever. We were wrong. So, so wrong. Joseph's dreams, they they really were from God. They really were telling us the future. God had a plan for Joseph. For all of us. And none of us could have guessed what that plan was. And that the pit was just the beginning. I don't think Joseph ever expected to find himself in that situation. His family turned against him, took away the special gift his father had given him, and abandoned him as a slave. He lost his home and he lost his family. He lost everything. What he didn't know was that God still had big plans for his life. And God has big plans for your life, too. Bad things happen sometimes. Sometimes people are mean to us, or we lose something important, or we are in a scary place, or our friends make us mad, or we get sick or hurt. Joseph's story helps us remember two things. God is with us, and God takes care of us, even when things are really, really bad. In the book of Joshua, we are reminded God is with us in those bad times. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, Joshua 1.9, that's one of my favorite verses, Jen. I love that one because it reminds me I'm not alone when bad things happen. I hope it's a good reminder to everyone listening right now, too. 
Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we will continue the story of Joseph as he is taken into Egypt. So until next time, we want to remind you to charge, plug in and connect with Christ. Power up and become like Christ. And press on by being like Christ in the world. This story can be found in Genesis chapter 37. From the Pit to the Palace, Chapter 1 featured Evan David as Joseph, Ben Avery as Reuben and Jacob, Mike Fortmeyer, Gabe Reed, Dave Andrews, and Ben Avery as the brothers. Written, directed, and produced by Ben Avery. Weekly Charge is a production of the Napanee Missionary Church Kidman Department. You can find out more at nmc.church. Thanks for listening.